Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your Welcome back, listeners, to another exciting episode of Bills and Beers, a Buffalo Bills podcast, here from Bills Packers of Chicago, Illinois. I had intended to record earlier today with the North Austin Bills backers, but following the second quarter debacle, I just wasn't uh, up for moving from the couch that I was on here in the home of Ryan Ludicky. Ryan, say hello. Hey, guys. Nice to be here. Ryan is an Austin resident who knows a thing or two about football, big Texans fan. <laughs> yeah, you are a Texans fan, but also a big Texas fan, UT, UT grad, um, and was subject to the Bills' uh, four, four quarters of absolute hellish football today. We're going to talk about it. Ludie's joining me here in his living room. We got the TV going. We got a baby in the background. It's going to be a little different than normal. So sorry we're leaving with you, leaving this with you going into the bye week. But Ryan and I are going to rip this band-aid off. Talk about this horrible loss, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and what exactly this team has looked forward to going forward. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good opportunity to let everybody know that Bills and Beers now has an official sponsor, Sumo Jerky. Go to sumojerky.com to receive a your, fir, your first bag free, only pay for shipping, and Sumo Jerky is an opportunity to get jerky sent directly to you once a month. Brian, why don't you tell them a little bit more about Sumo Jerky? Uh, sure thing. Sumo Jerky is a, it's a gourmet jerky of the month club. We basically work with a different... Uh, jerky maker every month and we send out new flavors to our members and yeah it's a fun way to t- try uh, delicious beef jerky and uh, we'll send it directly to your door so yeah check it out sumojerky.com and as Lars mentioned we you get your first bag free and it's like two bucks for shipping so uh, we'd love to have you so there you have it sumo jerky tell them bills and beers sent you if you like jerky you like the bills go to sumojerky.com and order yours today so we'll go ahead and talk about the positive first, Ryan, because there's a lot of negative things to get into. <laughs> um, so we'll name our Labatt Blue MVP of the week first. I'll go first, uh, and I'll give it to Shady McCoy. He seemed to be uh, the only thing that could even resemble any kind of offensive production for most of the game. Then he got his bell rung and fumbled the ball, and I think he was hurt because he didn't see the ball the rest of the game but stayed in most likely as a decoy. But you kept asking, why aren't they giving the ball to Shady? He was great again this week. Yeah, uh, in terms of what I saw, I'll give it to your, uh, your entire defensive line. I think your defense was put in some tough spots today, and they really held well against the run. Uh, obviously, your offense kind of hurt the, uh, the team from giving up those easy scores, but I thought your defense overall played, played pretty well. I am going to fervently disagree with that here in a moment. So we, <laughs> we will get in now to the Jenny Cremel bummer of the week, and there's so many to choose from, and it almost feels too easy to go with EJ Manuel. So if you want to take EJ, by all means, go ahead. But I'm actually giving mine to the defense because while EJ gift-wrapped 14 points for them, the defense did give up 21 points on three different touchdown drives, including an 84-yard drive with less than four minutes to go in the game, which was the game winner. Granted, the drive was kept alive by a very questionable pass interference call, but this is supposed to be an elite defense. The Jacksonville Jaguars were doing everything they possibly could to lose the game and be horrible today, and yet they still managed to let them off the hook with an 84-yard drive that ended up being the game winner. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I give you defense credit. Most, they, you know, they did have a touchdown of their own. Uh, I think that last drive was tough, but they did have a kind of a fluke catch for the guy. Uh, I'll call it an amazing catch, and then the pass interference obviously hurt your defense. I thought that was a bad call. <clears throat> Down at the end, a uh, guy made a great catch to score the touchdown. But, you know, looking over the course of the game, I thought your defense played pretty well and definitely played a, a game where 
<clears throat> you could you could have beat the Jaguars but didn't have the turnovers on offense. You mentioned the D line. You mentioned the D line earlier, and yes, in fact, the D line had that great goal line stand. But again, would have been nice if we hadn't let them chew nine and a half minutes off the clock when we were down by fourteen points to start the second half. So yeah, they got the goal line stand, but maybe we don't let them go eighty yards in the first place. Yeah, that's a good point. I missed that drive. I was out walking Jacob, so I can't really speak too too much. But I did see the goal line stand, and that was awesome. And, uh, again, to me, uh, the game shakes down more to the uh, indecision at the quarterback position, some of the mental mistakes he made, throwing the ball into some bad spots and uh, creating some turnovers that made it you know, tough to uh, get back in the game there. So if you had to name your Jenny Cremail bummer of the game, would you give it to EJ Manuel? I, I would. I'd give it to EJ. You know, he had some bright spots in the game. He made some good throws, but there were some throws he's got to make in other times where he's got to throw the ball away or get out of the pocket quicker. He's got some wheels. I want to see EJ uh, make use of them. You know, he's a backup quarterback and uh, sometimes does, probably doesn't have as much prep time as he'd like. But uh, what I saw d- decision-making-wise leaves a lot to be desired, especially in the pocket. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, dis, I can't agree with you more on that. Um, he was awful today. He lost us the game. This is two straight weeks that he kept us out of the game single-handedly. And yeah, when you, when you, when you allow two defensive touchdowns in less than two minutes on two consecutive plays, fumble return and then a pick six. I, I know it's the Jaguars, and we should have had a chance to get back into it. But that's that's putting your team against the wall needlessly so yeah and I think that's somewhere where your uh, coaching staff needs to be cognizant of EJ's limitations and I would have liked to seen them rely more on the run game early your offensive line was creating some holes creating some creases and uh, McCoy certainly is able to take advantage of those so I think that's a position where your coaching staff needs to say okay let's keep it conservative early get out to a lead and let EJ play with some confidence instead they put the ball in his hands early and he made some big mistakes and put you guys behind the eight ball very well said, Ryan, as always. Well, there's not much else to talk about here. We, we miss having a fuller crew, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a shorter episode since we have uh, pretty much the takes cut in half. But, Ryan, we lost today, which means we're going to get into the next segment, which is rants and raves. And okay. I want you to know that when we get into this, you can rant about just about anything. So take a quick second and think about what it's going to be. You gotta, you gotta Would it be Bills-related? It doesn't have to be. I'll, I'll keep it Bills-related. I'll, I'll say uh, I don't no, normally no, – no, no. oh. Not yet. You gotta get a bottle or something. So another losing week for the Bills, which means we're coming up onto rants and raves. We lost, so we gotta rant about something, which I'm getting a little tired of doing. And and we've been getting some very nice iTunes feedback lately, and people kind of like our rumbling, stumbling, bumbling, (laughs) drunken tirades into the microphones and that's good that's entertaining and we appreciate that but rest assured I'd much rather be raving about something than ranting and for two two weeks in a row now we got a rant now now Ryan I understand you're not fully vested in the Buffalo Bills so if you don't want to rant about the Bills that's totally fine if there's anything under the sun you want to rant about by all means this is your opportunity to let the universe know how you feel (laughs) I appreciate the opportunity I do want to stick to the Bills game though because I do want to get this covered uh, the last drive of the game there, you had second and one. Defense was playing press coverage, really tight on the outside, single coverage. And uh, it's either on your offensive coordinator or on EJ Manuel. You run right into the teeth of the defense. You're sitting 55 yards from Pater. I would have liked to see an audible there. Get to a pass in single coverage, get a chance to get the touchdown. 
Uh, you know, you're down by three. At least get a, a big pass play there. Instead, you run right into the teeth of the defense. Three straight plays, game over. That's my rant. It was upsetting. Okay, not not bad, not bad for your first time out the shoot. <laughs> it's it's a lot easier to rave than rant. Um, and we have a baby in the room, so I don't want to upset the baby. I'm also with... ranting sober here. That's true, and I'm, I'm I'm only one beer deep, so I'm pretty much going to be doing the same. But I'm going to rant about the same exact thing that I ranted about last week. <laughs> which was how incredibly difficult it is to watch this team lose. And not because we go up on an opponent and they're just better than us. And we go toe-to-toe, we exchange blows, and they just happen to walk away with a better team. No. Instead, Shady McCoy breaks three tackles, makes it all the way down to the five-yard line. We're down by, we're down by four points. And he goes down with an injury, he fumbles the ball, and we get a 15-yard penalty. It's boom, 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 it's three things. He couldn't just come up short, he couldn't just go out of bounds, he couldn't just fumble it. He couldn't just get injured. We couldn't just have gotten a penalty on the play. Instead, it was a triple goddamn whammy. And that's what it's like rooting for this team. It's just triple whammy, double nut shot, one after the other, time and time and time again. And once again, Ryan, as you mentioned before, this game hinged quite a bit on a questionable P.I. call. Yep. We missed it. We saw the replay. The feed was okay. The Yahoo stream coming through today. But a questionable P.I. call cost this team a game. And people are going to want to point to penalties and say, well, they should be better. They should be better. Maybe, I guess. But how about the, the referees not do the opponents a favor each and every week? I'm trying to keep it mild with the baby present in the room. <laughs> But this loss today was so infuriating. And it's not just because of, of the shit show that EJ Manuel put on in the second quarter. Just throughout the game, the Jacksonville Jaguars were so bad, and yet we could not find a way to get out of our own way enough to come out of London with a win. I'm glad that the team had a great experience in London. I'm fucking pissed that we're going into the bye week three and four, having just lost to the one and five, now two and five, Jacksonville Jaguars. This was supposed to be the big year. Last week, I kept screaming over and over, when's our up year? Well, apparently it's not this year. Three and four going into the bye week with losses to the New York Giants who looked like warmed over cat shit on Monday Night Football last week and to the one and five Jacksonville Jaguars who showed us today just how completely awful they were, but it wasn't awful enough to lose to the Buffalo Bills who were supposed to be good with Rex Ryan as their coach. They're supposed to have this world-class defense that still gave up 21 fucking points to Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to leave it at that, Ryan. <laughs> SumoJerky.com. Tell them Bills and Beers sent you. Let's get into wild card. So we're coming up on the end of the episode, which means it's the wild card portion of today's episode. Wild card! And while this is Bills and Beers, we talk about the Buffalo Bills, but we do so drinking beer. And I noticed you're not, you're drinking mineral water, but whatever. Um, it <laughs> Topo was, Chico, it's It was delicious. an early start, but we're here in Texas, so fittingly, I'm drinking a Shiner Cosmos. Now, I've had Shiner mm. beer before, and uh, Shiner is a Texas brewery, so it's nice to sort of be drinking regionally here. But Absolutely. this Cosmos, I hadn't had until last night, quite tasty. Was it? I've never had it, it looks good. Uh, we are big fans on this podcast of the Shiner Bach Cheer, which is their Christmas beer. Okay. It's a peach pecan beer, I highly recommend it. 
Nice, man. But you heard about it here first. So it's the wild card portion of the episode, and we are we are talking with the CEO of Sumo Jerky, the first and only sponsor of Bills and Beers. Hey, hey, hey. And remember, go to sumojerky.com, tell them Bills and Beers sent you, and get your first bag for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about beef jerky. Let's talk about these Buffalo Bills. We like okay. to do in the wild card, if the Buffalo Bills were X, then they would be Y. So if the Buffalo Bills were a brand of beef jerky, now I'm watching the Miami Dolphins play a run abetted into the end zone against yes, Houston Texans. My own, my own form of misery here, so, watching the Texans. So yeah, it's, uh, misery loves company, say Ryan. <laughs> if the Buffalo Bills were a flavor of beef jerky, which would they be and why? And I'm going to go with tofu jerky <laughs> because I'm guessing the tofu jerky is probably as expensive as regular jerky. It comes in a package looking like it should be jerky, and then you bite into it and it's fucking horrible. The Buffalo Bills have a quarter billion dollars tied up in their defensive line they're supposed to be an nfl team and we go into the season every year thinking they're going to be the bees knees and lo and behold we get seven games into the season and they look like absolute puke so just like tofu jerky which i'm not sure exists maybe you can i mean feel like it'd be like imitation jerky because you can't actually jerky tofu right i mean you probably know more about the science Uh, you can you can there would be some vegans who would be into that I'm going to be a little more kind to the bills from what i see you guys have got an exciting team run a little zone read on offense and uh have a, have a promising defense. I won't say you played exceptional today, but in terms of jerky, what I saw today, you're kind of like a habanero, spicy habanero. You're real excited about trying it. Uh, you're excited about getting into it, but then when you're about done to the end of the bag and things are about to be over, you're left with a little bit of uh, heartburn and stomach pain from what I saw today. I so love that metaphor. I'm going with habanero. Well, Ryan, it's been a pleasure having you on this truncated episode of Bills and Beers today. And apologies to the North Austin backers. You must understand that I was in no position to drive 20 miles and sit in misery. And I'm glad I didn't. If they would have turned around, I might have been like, huh, ah, sure, it might have been fun to watch. But no, this would not have been worth the drive. So hopefully you forgive me. And hopefully you're still tuning in. I'll hit you guys up on Facebook. Thank you to all the UK Bills backers for having... Uh, a decent experience or a decent atmosphere for our team this week. Seemed like they had fun. I'm, I'm less concerned about them having fun since they laid a giant turd on the field. But the UK Bills backers, you had your time to shine, and you did quite nicely. We'll be back after the bye week, so a nice little two-week reprieve for us to get our heads on straight, and hopefully the team as well. Bills and Beers is the best way to find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your family. Tell everybody in Bills Nation how you found us. Brian, it was a pleasure having you here with us as a guest as you've been a wonderful host to my wife and I so far this weekend and until after the bye week until we come back after facing off against the Miami Dolphins at Ralph Wilson Stadium all we have left to say is go Bills go Bills the Bills make me wanna shout